Today's word of the day is... Tidip. Definition, move with jerky or exaggerated movements. Hey, John, want to hear a joke? Yeah. Well, the United States Census was doing their interviews, and they called up this fellow down in Arkansas. He answers the phone. She says, hey, can I interview you? He says, yes, you can. She says, what's your name? He said, Bubba Jenkins. She said, okay, Bubba Jenkins. Said, sex. He says, well, about three to five times a week. She says, I mean, male or female? He said, male, female, sometimes goat. She says, holy cow. He says, yeah, goats, horses, you know, any animals in general. She says, well, isn't that hostile? He says, well, yeah, horse style, doggy style, any kind of style I can get. She says, oh, dear. He says, no, no, dear, dear, run too fast. I can't catch him. <laughs> I am me. Some days I'm a wreck, a mess. I'll procrastinate. I'll be stuck in my head. I'll overthink. And other days, I'm amazing. I'm not here to be perfect. I'm here to be real. This is who I am. There will be times that try your heart so severely that everything in you wants to quit. Everything in you wants to collapse. Everything in you wants to go down. Everything in you wants to go crazy. There are times that you're going through adversity and that you feel alone. You're in the midst of a storm. And it is what you do when you are alone that determines how much you really love. It's what you do when nobody's looking. It's how you react to the issues of life. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Anybody can be strong in comfort. Anybody can be powerful when you're not challenged. But when life gets through punching you in the gut and the eye and the head and you get through losing people and burying people and going through sickness and trauma and justice of all types, it will humble you. Whatever you do, don't lose your head. Pull your feelings out of it. Pull your insecurities out of it. Your vulnerabilities and stand on what you know. Yes, the road's been bumpy. Yes, the road's been tough. Yes, the road's been difficult. Yes, you've shed some tears. And yes, you've endured some pain. But it is the bumpy road to better. You can't get to better without bumpy. You can't get to better without pain. You can't get to better without tears. There is no pill you can take. There is no simple solution. It is the bumpiness of the road that leads you to better. Whatever you're going through right now, it's happening on purpose in order to forge you into the person that you were created to be, ultimately. But if you quit, you will never get to be the person that you were created to be.
mighty men of valor, they accept the challenge of life. They accept responsibility. They don't blame everybody for everything. They say, I'm saying, I was wrong about it, but this is what I'm going to do to fix it. Doesn't mean that you always get it right. It means you don't run home to mama when you get it wrong. You stay there and work it out and put it back together again because you're a mighty man of valor. See, if it was easy, if you had to be smart to do it, all the pretty people, all the brains would make all the money, have all the responsibility. Thank goodness it's tough. Thank goodness you got to get down there and slap it up. It's your ability to compete, to pick yourself up off the bat one more time, to go for it one more time. That's going to determine success or failure. Nobody can motivate you long range. The only real motivation that lasts comes from inside. Cover your head. Cover your thoughts. Cover the words that are coming into your mind. Cover what you're saying to yourself. What you are saying to yourself determines whether you win or lose. What you say to yourself has all the world to do with how far you can go. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. Everybody in here goes through hell and high water and sometimes life ain't fair. This is no time to lose your head. This is no time to quit. This is no time to faint. This is no time to collapse. This is no time to give in. Lay your hand on your head and say, give me a new mind. Give me a new mind means give me a new perspective. Give me a new perspective. Give me a new way of looking at my situation. Give me a new way of looking at my circumstances. Dump out all jealousy, all pettiness, all unforgiveness, all strife, all malice, all confusion, all blaming other people for your mistake. Get rid of every poison that's hindering you. I'm going to press my way. When it gets tough, I'm going to press my way. When I get tired, I'm going to press my way. When it's not convenient, I'm going to press my way. When my heart is broken, I'm going to press my way. When I'm rejected, I'm going to press my way. When I'm broke, I'm going to press my way. When I'm despaired, I'm going to press my way. That means that you've been kicked, you've been shoved, and you've been shot, but you're still standing on your post, ready to fight the good fight. That means that you can take a licking and keep on ticking. That means you've been through hell and back, but you're still standing. Your eye may be black, and your teeth may be busted, and your lip may be swollen, but you look the devil in his eyes, and you say, baby, I'm still here. ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. Back on U.S. soil, WNBA star Brittany Griner touching down in Texas after her release from a Russian jail in yesterday's prisoner swap with convicted Russian arms dealer. The White House says Griner and her wife have been reunited and Griner was taken to a military medical facility for a checkup. ABC's Jim Ryan is in San Antonio. In the pre-dawn darkness, the Gulfstream 5 carrying Brittany Griner taxied to a hangar at Kelly Airfield. Minutes later, the unmistakable silhouette of the 6-foot-9-inch Griner emerged, stepped down the steps and into a hangar. There was no public reunion. The Griner family has asked for privacy as the 32-year-old begins her transition back into life in the U.S. Jim Ryan, ABC News, San Antonio. Russia did not agree to release former Marine Paul Whelan in that swap, but Russia's president says he's open to talks for future exchanges. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema changing party affiliations. The Democrats says she'll register now as an independent. Democrats will still hold the majority. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the president is confident that Sinema will continue her work with Democrats on key legislation. Uh, her actions speak to uh, what we're trying to lay out here, right? 93 
53% that she's voted uh, she's uh, voted with the president. Cinema is facing re-election in 2024. The ousted CEO of the now bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange FTX agreeing to testify before lawmakers next week. Embattled former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried now says he will testify to the House Financial Services Committee next week. In a tweet, Bankman-Fried writes he will try to shed light on what led to the crash of FTX, the cryptocurrency exchange that imploded and reportedly lost more than a billion dollars in customer funds in a matter of days. Bankman-Fried spoke out to ABC News' George Stephanopoulos last week. I wasn't spending any time or effort trying to manage risk. ABC's Elizabeth Schulze. You're listening to ABC News. Alarm over some drug shortages as cases of RSV, flu, and COVID are on the rise. Here's ABC's Janae Norman. The triple-demic driving a high demand for over-the-counter cold and pain meds for kids, causing spotty supply depending on the region, and issues with other medications. Some antibiotics, like amoxicillin, are a result of supply chain issues, a holdover from the pandemic. The first episode of Netflix's Harry and Meghan documentary series was seen by 2.4 million people on its launch day, more than double the first day viewers for the latest season of The Crown. But how are Britons reacting to this new show? Here in London, it's front page and a common talking point. Are the locals buying into the points raised by the couple, including their allegations of institutional racism? Everyone knows everyone's got a side as far as meds concerned. You're either for her or against her vehemently one way or the other. I'm torn between watching it and I slightly want to cancel Netflix. The two walked away from Royal life almost three years ago. Lucrative contracts with Netflix and Spotify have helped bankroll their new life in California. Tom Rivers, ABC News, London. The Treasury Department today announcing new sanctions against accused human rights violators. Targets include Iran's morality police and Russians involved in seizing data from Ukrainian citizens. This is ABC News. The following program is an anchor production, now available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And with that being said, this Balloon Show starts right now. Right into this world, all alone, God takes your soul, you're on your own. Let's fucking go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ace Balone Show. That's my new tagline. If you don't like it, well, not my concern. And I am still the aforementioned Ace Balone. Now, no new song this week. Uh, Just Pretend by Bad Omens is still a song. So, without any further ado, let's just jump right into it. This is This will be Listen Along number 13. Edge versus The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell at SummerSlam 2008. This will be the first time in SummerSlam's history that a Hell in a Cell matchup um, will be on the card. And the backstory behind it, um, The Undertaker 
back in February of 08, would win a Elimination Chamber matchup at No Way Out, a number one contender's Elimination Chamber match, and to vie for the world title at WrestleMania 24. Would go on to main event WrestleMania 24 with Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Undertaker would go on to win that matchup. Um, and then would face Edge again at Backlash the month after. Edge would win at Backlash. And then Edge would face the Undertaker once again at Extreme Rules One Night Stand back in 08 in a TLC match. And the caveat was if The Undertaker lost, he would be banished from the WWE. And Edge would shove The Undertaker off the ladder through two tables on the outside before Taker could grab the title. And then Edge would climb the ladder and retrieve the World Heavyweight Championship, banishing The Undertaker from WWE. And um, Edge would be married to Vicky Guerrero, the SmackDown general manager at the time. And just a lot of things going on in the stable known as La Familia. Um, Edge, Bam Neely, Chava Guerrero, and uh, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder were known as La Familia, that whole stable. Tensions would rise in that group and Vicky Guerrero SummerSlam was approaching Edge needed an opponent Vicky Guerrero and Edge were going through you know turmoil in their marriage and Vicky Guerrero told Edge that she reinstated The Undertaker and Edge would defend the World Heavyweight Championship inside or no Edge would lose the title um, so it was just a normal one-on-one -on -one match, but tensions would, tensions would mount inside La Familia and, um, oh yeah, yeah, Edge was not, Edge was not the world title champion at this time because... CM Punk would cash in on Edge the night after Night of Champions back in 08 and take the world title to Raw. But anyway, so um, Edge was not a champion, but Vicky said that, that she reinstated The Undertaker and that Edge would face him inside Hell in a Cell. And that is where I will leave it. And that is the main event of SummerSlam 08. Excuse me. So that is where I will queue it up. And in fuck, excuse me. Enjoy Edge versus Undertaker from SummerSlam 2008 Hell in a Cell match. I wanted to apologize publicly to my wife, Victoria. I know that what I did was horrible. Nothing means more to me than your love. I can't live without your love. Oh, baby, I mean, I understand.
But you need to understand that hell has no fury over a woman scorned. I did something that you might not like. I reinstated The Undertaker. And at SummerSlam, it will be you, hell, in a cell. The Undertaker. Every time I close my eyes, that's all I see. And I've found the one person that can help me thrive in Hell in a Cell. Nick Foley. There's something that lingers inside you, something that eats away at you more than our past ever could. Every waking second, I know it eats away at your heart. Mick, if you help me, maybe it'll all just wash away. Not only will I not help you, I can't help you, but I know the one person who can. Edge. You need to look inside your heart and find the Edge who made me say you were the greatest superstar in WWE. You bring this Edge to SummerSlam and The Undertaker will tear you apart. Am I understood? I understand. Undertaker! Come on, Undertaker! Strike me down with your lightning, Undertaker! Make the lights go out, Undertaker! And just hit his own fist, man! What's the matter, Vicky? Is it finally dawning on you that the person you need to worry about isn't the Undertaker? The Cartero has instant! You wanna put me in a hell in a cell with the Undertaker? This, this is the edge that needs to step in the hell in a cell with the Undertaker. The Undertaker wants to take me down. Well, I'm going to pull the Undertaker down to hell with me.
one thing, ladies and gentlemen, if Edge is going to hell by the looks of his eyes, uh, he's certainly going to enjoy the trip. It looks like Edge is actually looking forward to this hell in a cell matchup.
into the steel care of the dead man. And JR, I know yeah. you've called the, uh, the first Hell in a Cell match. I mean, your opinion has to do the fruits of this man's hands up over the years. I think simply because of the aggression between The Undertaker and Edge is what, is what makes this Hell in a Cell so special and so unique. Well, the dead man in complete control. <laughs> And the intensity of the Undertaker ah, is just ah, unmatched. You see that chain locking the door. These men are locked inside the structure. Again, it does have a roof on it. Well, that's no rules. And just imagine the, the bodily damage the Undertaker can cause in the cell. And I just think uh, we just saw some of that. It's not even comfortable being this close to the cell, JR. This thing's about 10 feet away from us, man. The size of it. Very intimidating to sit on the outside. One can only imagine what it would be like to be on the inside. I choose not to ever find out. Yeah, I second that emotion. There can be no count out to disqualifications here, ladies and gentlemen. That may go without saying. And there is uh, our SmackDown general manager, Vicky Guerrero, and uh, her family, Bravo Guerrero. That champion's looking on. Undertaker enjoying this methodical pace that he has set out on to physically dissect his adversary. Well, yeah, and again, we talk about physicality and aggression. Look at the dead man, the height. Not only that, the athletic ability, the height of the Undertaker. Oh, boy. All legal. Oh, Completely legal. Steel. The silver, the color of the night. Not good right now for the rated R superstar here. And what does the dead man have in mind? Bad intentions, I think. Undertaker placing the ring steps seemingly where he wanted them. And now where will the Undertaker place Edge? Here it comes. And the, and the V there in the steps, and now the Undertaker is the one that feels the steps that the Undertaker brought into the ring. Like it or not, you got to give Edge credit. That was a phenomenal counter. I thought Edge drove his own head into the steps. That face from drop kick, driving the Undertaker's head. Again, that the Undertaker brought it to the ring. And now we're seeing Edge show some innovative and yet destructive offense. Well, Edge did say that he would show the Undertaker the purest form of hell. This might be the beginnings of it, JR. Edge, certainly a tables, ladders, and chairs expert. Here's another one here. He blocked it, and then Edge was able to stop the Undertaker. The great counter follows again more usage of these steel steps. Undertaker may be regretting that he brought those steps into play. Undertaker might not know where he is right about now. But Edge, that one table's obviously not enough for whatever Edge is thinking. Yeah, look, look at the spear here while Undertaker's oh, trapped. Oh. Nowhere for the dead man to go. Watch. Steel and cranium coming together and again high impact 
from Edge taking down The Undertaker. I got, I got to tell you, Jay, I, I am impressed with Edge right now. I'm telling you, man. It's, it just seems like that confidence. You can see it in his face, his eyes. He, he believes in himself, and that's a huge part of being in a match with The Undertaker in the cell. I thought coming into this match at Edge in that psychopathic state would be a little bit out of control. But Edge seemingly willing to ravage his own body to win this match. And that's what it's all about here. Look out here. And it's all about winning and maybe surviving. Undertaker had to be thinking chokeslam. At least that's my assumption. I think I think uh, Edge just saved himself right there because the dead man looked like he was going Doosel City to uh, Edge. Ever held a cell match in SummerSlam history. So now we have seen a, a table set up. Now watch this. Look, oh, what seemed to be the edge of the, the chair into the throat of The Undertaker. That'll definitely incapacitate anybody, even The Undertaker. And making sure he went down, went right for the spine of The Undertaker. And now they. Now look at that. Look at Edge's eyes here, JR. Look at that. Aggression and intensity and desire to be victorious. I tell you, I'm impressed with Edge. Oh, another hard file steel chair shot to the spine. The second one to the Undertaker's spine in this match. We've seen over the years, though, JR, the Undertaker can sustain punishment. He is tough for that matter. Undertaker's pain threshold is off the charts. Doesn't compare with anyone I've ever seen. I don't know. Edge is spending a lot of taste, grabbing all sorts of furniture up in his ring here. Edge said earlier, oh, it's not down that his brain was burning yes. from the inside out, but it looks like Edge is certainly a, a master strategist here tonight. What is that? It looks like one of the two ladders out here in you pointed out Edge's expertise with TLC matches. We got some tables and we got some ladders and a chair in hand. And another hard steel chair shot. Certainly was not on the spine, but takes the Undertaker down. And Edge is doing a lot of housekeeping uh -huh. here and rearranging. Listen, Jay, I have no idea what Edge's game plan is here, his strategy. I have no idea, but he obviously does have some sort of a plan. We have seen so many transformations and metamorphosis of Edge in the last few weeks. We're seeing another here tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, JR, you can call Edge twisted, whatever. You can call whatever you want, but this persists tonight. You're going to call him the winner man in this Hell in a Cell match. Edge in his first Hell in a Cell match. Here tonight at SummerSlam against The Undertaker. Look at, look, look at, look at Edge here. Look at the aggressiveness. Look at got to be kidding me. Vile, evil, nasty aggression by the by the R-rated superstar. you got to assume that The Undertaker might not have a clue where the heck he is right about now. But you said earlier, a great point, Undertaker can take a pounding, but how much more can the human anatomy take? I think Edge is about to test The Undertaker's resiliency for pain. Remember what Edge did to me. 
said the same thing. I understand. It said the same thing before he destroyed McFoley with that same maneuver. The Undertaker tasting the wood and the steel. I cannot believe the control that Edge has. Look, look at this. I understand. That's scary. That is evil. And we had a near fall, our first near fall of the contest. Edge looking for a cover, got a two count. I'm surprised that we haven't seen a pin attempt, but I think what it really illustrates is the mental frame of mind of both these men. Let's maim and destroy. So Edge, Edge is just pulling out all the stops, and I'll tell you, like it or not, that's what you have to do. Oh, wait a minute. We know what's coming now, ladies and gentlemen. It won't be pretty, the concerto. Oh, and the Undertaker sets off, saves himself, at least for the time being, in a thunderous right hand. The heavy-hitting Undertaker just dropped Edge with one straight-up punch. But can the Undertaker capitalize? And to think that the Undertaker's career, after being banished, received a reprieve from uh, SmackDown's general manager, Mrs. Edge. All the punishment Edge has given to the Undertaker thus far in this match. Yeah. Oh. Of our edge, you see that gigantic, like a big, well, like a swelled up bruise of sorts. Take a look at this. Watch this. Yeah. Hey, look, man. There's, there's nothing pretty about that. Boot meets face, face, and body meets self. This is a match where casualties are guaranteed. And the Undertaker again. Steel steps. Listen to this. Here it comes. Again, steel and cranial meat. You don't have to guess who wins. Edge is spaghetti like the dead man. He's not looking too good himself. He's hurting also. Uh oh. Oh, oh the Undertaker's head and shoulder against the. The, the steel ring post. Edge able to put on the brakes. Edge saving himself there. The recovery. Oh. Oh. Cage. Cage is imploded from the impact of that spear. Undertaker is split open his forearm seems to be I, I can't believe it we just witnessed him the spear to the center of the impact that you said JR I got a whole heck of a lot closer to the hell of a cell than I ever wanted to be it's right here on top of us and look at my right hands from the undertaker and edge exchanging right hands like a street fight right here JR watch out
outside the steel. Where will this one go? How will this watch one out, end? Out. And Edge's head bouncing off the steel. Well, I'll tell you what, the hell's not only in the cell, the hell's out here. Steals that security wall. Didn't move an inch. I know. I, I never expected this, JR. Out of the cell. And it's breaking down worse than in the cell. And oh, Undertaker looking to plan edge of that television monitor. Edge and the Undertaker getting extreme. Oh, that's a shot. The crack of that monitor to the Undertaker's head. Definitely slowed down to Devin. Oh, another one. Yeah, look at the impact here. Look at the impact. Hear the impact. Feel the impact. Again, it's just in control here, JR. Now watch. Better for better or for worse. Well, I'll tell you, 
Edge right now, again, I I didn't think Edge would be able to do what he's done thus far in this match. I am impressed. But, oh my God, this is shades of the last Hell in a Cell match. What we got here? Cameras get. This is exactly what cost The Undertaker the title at Survivor Series last year inside Hell in a Cell. Well, legal JR. Edge was a history. History repeats itself here, JR. Press of the cameraman. The cover. Will it be? closer can you get? Man, it has been an emotional day here. I know that our general manager for SmackDown, Vicky Guerrero, has been surrounded by her family all day, certainly concerned well, about what Edge might well, do during the day. Yeah, that they've been sequestered, and uh, I, come on. I think they were just as more as, more as concerned about the other kick and Edge the one with the head. Oh, 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 Edge thick as beer. Here we go. Oh, Talk about high lord, what a tough slam! He's got to be kidding me! Oh, man. I'm, not, I'm not believing this. Did you see how high in the air Edge was? A slam dunk of a choke slam from the demon of Death Valley, and Edge was able somehow, some way, to kick out of it. Here the cell is enjoying the carnage that we're all witnessing here tonight. The devil's playground has indeed been just that. I, I, I'm lost for words. I cannot remember the last time I've witnessed two men in the cell have at it like we're witnessing right now. Off the Undertaker. I get him with that. I get him here. He could. And referee Scott Armstrong got a two count. But Edge has a and distinct advantage as we speak. We talked about the amount of punishment that the Undertaker can take. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, this could get ugly. Uglier. Undertaker bearing the right hand. A body shot. The double over Edge. That might have been the most important body shot. The dead man through! Big time body shot. Undertaker. Oh, oh. Undertaker, what's... Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait a minute. You don't think that... Undertaker. Oh, oh, oh. oh hey. Oh. Edge off the backside. Oh, Undertaker. That's it. It's over. It's oh, over. God, is it? Is it over? Oh. I don't know anymore. I thought it was over. And then you think it's the Undertaker. has brought his spear, his chair, his tables, his ladders, all to throw well, out the Undertaker. And listen, and Edge brought his A-game too, JR. Don't forget that. Like it or not, he did, I'm telling you. I'm not arguing with you. Ooh, another right hand. I said earlier that the Undertaker has had more problems with Edge than any other WWE superstar. I think that fact has been proven in this match if it wasn't before. And don't doubt that Edge has rented a lot of space in the head of Undertaker. Undertaker. Oh, yes! The last ride. The last ride. Got it. Will it be the last ride? Will it go? Oh, 
journey continues. What we thought was the literal last ride for The Undertaker. How did Edge kick out of the last ride? Had to be on instinct. Had to be. I thought The Undertaker delivering that last ride would have essentially been last rites in a figure of speech. And now The Undertaker thinking something else. Undertaker's trying to use these steel studs on more than one occasion tonight and has effectively. Well, JR, I, I gotta be thinking it's not just instinct on Edge's part. It's the frame of mind, the frenzy. The, uh, he's just been off the wall and he just wants to win this match so bad. And I guess that's how he's able to kick out of stuff that the dead man is doing to him. We thought Edge being psychotic. We thought Edge was willing to see his own body ravaged to win this match, to pay the supreme price. But it may not be that. Undertaker now. Play up, up on that steel steps like a platform. Like a gold metal platform. Got to be kidding here. Undertaker. Remember those steel chair shots to the spine earlier in this match. The Undertaker just his spine met steel again. This time, the ring steps. At some point, his back is going to forget. It's going to, it's going to give up. I think that point might be right about now. Edge looks like he counted the two-stone power driver. As you said, you got to wonder the condition of the spine of the dead man. Here we go. Two, cover. Both men have spent, JR. Just spent. I don't know how these two men are continuing to compete in this environment after what they put each other through. And this is this match seemingly is far from over. You're not kidding. Edge, look, I'm wearing the kid. It's hard to stand up. The dead man probably don't even know where he is. Undertaker's back, his spine, has got to be hurting him immensely. Undertaker, you can see he's not very funny to standing. And Edge, those three shots with the Undertaker on his knees. When was the last time you saw the dead man in this bad of shape during a matchup? Tables, then the spear, and now the 
was more than HD. That's human devastation, all right. If that's the HD you're looking at. Look at this. It's like... It's like everything that that, that, that uh, Edge has done to, to the dead man, the dead man, is going to Edge. The Undertaker revisiting. No, he's high for the concerto. The Undertaker, to my knowledge, has never used a concerto in his almost two-decade career. This is all a, a receipt sent back to Edge, a message. You pay for your sins, and now they might die! Tombstone! The conscience of the WWE! Steep, steep price sometimes. And 
What is going on here? The dead man. We've talked about individuals with mean streaks, with tenacity. After The Undertaker is reinstated, the WWE comes back and wins seemingly the seemingly the match that was designed for him, Hell in a Cell against Edge. That was brutal. And the ending was Taker with a choke slam sending Edge straight through the ring. Nuts. That was nuts. But we've reached the end, and that means that I'm going to segue now into today's moment of Zen. Mandy Hale said, A season of loneliness and isolation is when the caterpillar gets its wings. Remember that next time you feel alone. That is some Zen for you. I am full of it. And until next time, I'll be back with more wisdom, more vitriol, and more of the Ace of Alone show. Take care, guys. Have a happy Friday. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Cammie McCormick. The U.S. is warning Iran is providing Russia with deadlier weapons to use in Ukraine, including ballistic missiles. It would be completely credible that the Russians are looking around for more weapons in general and for missiles in particular and would be happy to buy them from Iran if they had them for sale. Russia expert Beth Noble says Russia is also assisting Iran's military. Russia is Iran's largest supplier of arms and has recently been training Iranian pilots to fly Russian fighter jets. 
And Iran has been providing Russia with advanced drones that have been used very successfully in Ukraine, destroying countless pieces of Ukraine's power grid and other parts of its infrastructure. The White House said today it will be using tools at its disposal to disrupt the Russian-Iranian partnership. COVID cases are climbing again nationwide, especially in big cities, and they could go even higher with the holidays just around the corner. In New York, health officials are urging people to wear masks indoors and kids to wear them at school. Some parents there. It can't hurt. I'd rather my kid not get sick um, and protect her friends. They can recommend whatever they want, and I think the parents have the last say in terms of what their kids do regarding their health. More warnings today about faulty airbags. Here's Jim Cursula. U.S. highway safety regulators and Honda are urging drivers to once again make sure their vehicles have not been recalled after another person was killed by an exploding Takata airbag. At least 33 people worldwide have been killed by the defective airbags exploding, hurling shrapnel throughout the vehicle. 24 of those deaths have been in the U.S. Checking in on the World Cup now with CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman, who reports on a wild day. One of the pre-World Cup favorites is out. Call on Fox. Brazil was just minutes away from winning when Croatia scored a tying goal in extra time. It then went to penalty kicks and Brazil was knocked out. In the day's second game, Argentina led 2 to nothing with 10 minutes left, only to see the Netherlands come back to tie it at 2-2. That game also went to penalties. Argentina held on to win. Today's two winners meet in the semifinals. Steve Futterman, CBS News. On Wall Street, the Dow marked its worst week since September. September. Here's our Jason Brooks. Heavy selling hit stocks in the final hour of trading after a hotter than expected reading on wholesale inflation in November. The Dow was down more than 300 points. The S&P down 29 and the Nasdaq Composite Index was lower by 77. This is CBS News. If you guys enjoyed that episode do me a favor leave me a five star rating on spotify and apple podcast or however many stars you think i deserve and until next time i will catch your asses down the road